0: We want to welcome everybody to another episode of Truth Seekers with Coach Nick and Coach Josh. We have Stephanie joining us today. Very excited to engage her. She's got a a lot of exciting endeavors going on that we want to dive a little bit deeper, get to know her a little bit, and have her share her story. So first, want to um, just let everybody know where where you can find us on ProAdvisorCoach.com. Obviously, wherever you watch podcasts on our YouTube channel, uh, Truth Seekers, hashtag Truth Seekers, and also on Apple Podcasts, Truth Seekers with Josh and Nick. All right, Stephanie, how is everything going today? Let's start with that.
1: It's going great. Yeah, having an easy day. So nothing too exciting.
0: An easy day. I love that. Well, that's kind of surprising since the last time we talked, you have so much going on. Why don't you touch touch upon all the things that are going on in your world right now?
1: Yeah, I have a lot going on, but that doesn't mean it can't be easy. Um, yeah, the the last year has been really interesting. I kind of dove from corporate America into doing my own thing. Um, COVID-19 happened. You guys may have heard. and uh, Yeah, what? And um, yeah, I was, um, you know, let go from my corporate job, but it felt kind of like the swift kick I needed to uh, really dive into what I wanted to do, which was entrepreneurship. So um, yeah, I have a marketing agency and also I am a Reiki master. It's something that's a personal passion of mine. So I created a business called Brilliant City Reiki and am diving into practicing Reiki on people but also creating programs for the corporate space around mindfulness and wellness. So yeah.
0: Love it. Thanks for sharing. Can't wait to dive a bit deeper. I think uh, we're always interested in exploring the stories where for how we got to where we are today and it sounds like maybe this one wasn't so much in your control, but I like the way you framed it, that this is what I needed. I I was kind of feeling this way anyway. So maybe talk a little bit about about that if you could.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, In 2012, I actually left a corporate job when I worked at Turner Broadcasting to do my own thing because just the politics and navigating all that culture was just a little too much for me. And I knew it was kind of getting toxic. So I left to do my own thing. Um, And I I did freelance marketing. but it's hard, you know, thinking about getting that next job. So another opportunity came along a couple of years later to work for Belk, and I I went back to corporate America again. Um, but I think in the back of my mind, I always knew there was just a better way for me to spread my wings. Sometimes it it can feel like being in that space um, that you can only go so far, do so many things based on the parameters of where you're at. So. Um, I was always exploring on what to do next. And um, and so when this happened, I figured it was just meant to be. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, we always we want to use what's around us and and like you said, like how, how we started off this conversation. What if it were easy, right? Let it be easy. Yeah. The easy decision is, well, you know, this is where I am right now. There's nothing I could do about what happened. How do we make the best of this moving forward?
1: Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's such a great point. Yeah you're, you're always where you are. So how do you, how, how do you blow it out? Make it the best, like make other people jealous of where you're at and how you've made, made it better. So yeah.
2: yeah. Well, you're always where you are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, you can't do much about it. So you may as well like use what you, what you got and where you're at and do the best with it. You can. So yeah.
2: It reminds me, it's not the events of our lives that define us, it's our perspective of those things. And so you get to choose. What do you want to choose? Do you want to choose it to be something that hurts you or pushes you down emotionally? Or do you want to choose it to be something which is the catalyst for something amazing? That's always a choice. We get to choose. Isn't that cool?
1: Exactly. And our perspective matters because you could look at a situation you're in and say, oh my gosh, I just lost my job. I'm in the middle of a pandemic. This is a nightmare. Or you could say, okay, this is the space and time I needed to get into a little bit of a different frame of mind, to get into a little bit of a different energy so I can start off fresh and figure out what I really want to do. Um, I mean, I feel like that transition happens pretty quickly. You have a data. My mom would always be like, be sad about it for a day. And then like, let's move on. <laughs> so
0: yeah, you get, you're entitled to your time period, right, to to lament exactly. or to mourn or whatever needs to happen for you to get to the other side of that, right. and sometimes, sometimes that's the best thing we can do, too, is sit with those negative feelings for a little bit, because then they ha- have to change by nature. They have to become something different, and, you know, it's different for different people. I think if we block out some of that negative stuff, then it just is this looming cloud over our heads until we actually deal with it, so... Yeah. Um, and I think COVID was that for so many people, right? Just a, a forced slowdown of what's, you know, getting back to what's important to us and what, yeah. what matters the most and how we could best spend our time. I think it was a blessing for a lot of people in, in disguise at first, but it, it's become clearer over time.
1: Exactly. I totally agree.
0: So how about this? Uh, maybe touch upon some next steps, like where are your companies going? It sounds like you got, you know, two things, two exciting things going on. So what are, what's the vision for each one of them, if you will?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So with the marketing business, um, I'd actually connected with a couple guys that were my marketing agency when I was on the corporate side. And the timing just ended up being perfect. Literally, I think I called just to catch up with one of them a little bit after my furlough. And he's like, we've got this project. We need somebody with a social media mind. And so we ended up pitching it and winning it. And from there, we just work really well together. So we're like, let's go get more business. Let's see what else is out there for us. Um, And we've had a lot of luck with that. So right now we're kind of into our first year or finishing, I guess, on the precipice of our second year, I guess, and starting to see more business flow. So thinking about how to structure our company and how to give ourselves a little bit more of a a firm process and who we want to go after and how that works. Um, So yeah, so we're, that's the marketing business that feels like that's what I've been doing for 20 years. So it's flowing so much more easily. Cause I think it's, it's just, I have muscle memory for it. <laughs> you know um, it comes naturally to me, but um, I also, it's interesting cause I want to take a minute too to look back and say, okay, wow, you're actually doing this. Like give yourself a pat on the back. It's been a hard year and you know, you kept your head above water and got something really cool going. So um, so taking a minute to just appreciate like you know that we've got a couple really great clients under our belt and that kind of thing. Yeah, and then as far as the Reiki, it was really interesting because I got attuned to Reiki Master in January of 2020, and my teacher, um, her name is Allison Polito, um, and she practiced Reiki out of Noda Yoga, um, but has many many years of experience. And she had actually gotten in a meditation. Uh, that she needed to attune me and I think there's like five other people before January of 2020. And she's like, I don't know why, but you, you guys got to learn the third level. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why I wonder what's going on. And then when all of this stuff went down, it just felt like I was to be learning those gifts for a reason that maybe were are going to coincide with what's going on in our world, right? Like the entire world changed. Mm-hmm. And not to say that like. I have these gifts to help the whole world, but like the people around me, like, how can you, you know, share some of those learnings of Reiki and whatnot to help other people navigate what was going on. So when all of that went down and I got furloughed, I started Brilliant City Reiki because I figured, okay, this is all just interesting timing. I must need to do something with this, um, this Reiki gift. So yeah, I started practicing Reiki on people, but also for me. I really wanted to translate that into help people navigate corporate America and mainstream culture and all these shoulds and hows and these boxes that we feel like we have to fit in and help them maybe shift their mindset to really be able to share their own gifts or listen to their own highest wisdom um, or their own really wonderful perspective that maybe they're shutting out because of all the noise around them so um, yeah, so I've I've been doing some corporate programs through um, a corporate learning app, um, but that's moving a little bit slower, and just we'll see where it goes. Yeah,
0: I like it. I, I have questions and an opportunity to, to dive in deeper here, but for those listeners who might not know what that is, so Reiki is yeah. it's R E I K I, is that right? And yes. if you could maybe describe what that what that is to you or what that means.
1: Yeah. So Reiki is a form of energy healing. And the idea is that the person who is attuned to practice Reiki is really a channel of energy for the recipient. So in a traditional practice, someone might come in almost as in a massage lay down on a table. um, And the Reiki practitioner is going to put hands over different areas of their body. You actually don't touch their body. Um, And they are going to be a channel to kind of feel into where you might have stuck energy within your being. So When we live our lives we go through different experiences and oftentimes we keep those stuck in our our physical being whether it's trauma or grief, even little things we experience that we might not think is a really big deal can get caught up. So I can kind of feel where that is and help move that through. Um, So that's kind of the traditional Reiki practice but people who are attuned to Reiki use it in all different kinds of ways. Some people might practice in that traditional sense I know a lot of artists who are attuned to Reiki who share that energy and gift through painting murals and, and creating art. I know people who own yoga studios or teach dance and movement. So there's a lot of different ways that you can channel that energy and to share it with others. And so thus the idea of creating you know workshops and that kind of thing for corporations, I, I thought, well, maybe that's how I'm to share my gifts since I came from that world, so.
0: cool coach what do you think about
2: that one of the things it's pretty cool one of the things that jumps out for me is when i think about it in terms of coaching and the 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 concept of that we're we're physical we're spiritual beings having a physical existence and we work with people we we talk about above and below the waterline above the the waterline is what we can see it's all the stuff around us it's the physical world and that's all great. Like it's ROI. It's like how do how do I get to the next level? And all those things are fantastic. And we know that eighty percent of everything we do is below the waterline, which is really what the coaching's about. And I think that energy, understanding that the the universe and how that works and how that sits. Sometimes, if you don't get it and haven't experienced it, it's difficult to articulate. It's like, what's in it for me? Like, what like. What do you mean, energy? Like, what? Like, what? what I can't grab it. Like, what is yeah. it? How How do you help articulate that for someone who's just kind of curious about it? And going like, I, like, I'm interested. It. In, I get what you're saying. I can, like, I, I, I think about this energy. I I felt some of this before. Like, or, or maybe even just going. Kind of, I like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, what is it? How How do you How do you think about answering answering that?
1: Yeah. No. Exactly. So, um, that's what I love because I feel like there's there's a bunch of spiritual folks out there, which is wonderful, but we are human and we live a physical existence as well. And so taking some of those learnings and be able to put them into a real practice or action or um, to create results, I think is super important. And I have that business side. That's like a go-getter. I like results, like making money, all that kind of stuff. So um, I love kind of translating it. And, you know, you might come to a uh, Reiki session with me personally, and I'm real woo-woo. And then if I get into the corporate space, I'm very, I use different language and that kind of thing. Um, But one example I might use is, um, I think we can all relate to this example of receiving an email from someone at work and it just makes you so mad because of the tone or you read it and you're like, oh, how dare they ask me for that presentation right now, like, or that change. Or, I mean, we've all had some kind of experience. And so It's like taking that moment and stopping and grounding yourself and allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling and try to. I always have this example of um, grounding yourself in your feet and sending grounding cords down into the earth to like really root yourself. And sometimes taking that energy and just sending it down so you can clear yourself of it and you can step away. And if you're still triggered, don't reply. And you wait and wait and wait until you can feel neutral and feel inspired. And then you reply or then you take action. So thinking about energy in that kind of way, because maybe somebody did mean to send you a nasty email, or maybe you just had an experience earlier in the day that primed you to feel annoyed or whatever. And so it's like not about perpetuating that energy forward. It's like stopping and being the person it ends with. So um, that would be an example maybe of how I would translate it into the workspace
0: that's that's powerful stuff i also think of it like you know if we're different orbs of energy or if we represent different um frequencies that we're putting out like we can get sucked into the negative vibes of a bad email right and then all of a sudden if we reply with our emotion we've become part of that 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 bad vibe instead of holding the standard to elevate you know and it's i think that can only come from a place of separating yourself from it or as you're putting it, grounding your your negative energy to be able to to neutralize yourself, to come at it from a headspace of, you know, what's the best way for me to reply to get the best results out of this to where all of a sudden this negativity stops and we're being productive and actually solving what we want to solve about this problem that we're facing.
1: Exactly. And I feel like too, people don't give themselves credit for how powerful they can be in a workspace. We tend to think about title and money and what meeting we're in and who we're talking to and are we getting exposure to the SVPs or the CEOs and and sometimes just within those little moments, um, really owning your own energy and how you respond and how you act in a tiny little moment can be so powerful for that company, for the culture, for um, how people perceive you if you do want to elevate yourself and grow in your career. Um, and I think, we don't often give credit to those little moments. And so, uh, you know, just stopping and really assessing what triggers you and trying to take more ownership of it. It's a, a great way to, to own your energy and have better energy in the workspace. So.
2: It, it came up today, actually, me and coach were working with one of our favorite teams. And it's something that we come back to often is that you know that there, there, are, there are no big things, right? You said people don't take credit for the, for the things that they do. I tend to see to see the the bad things in like the frustration in that email for instance like that it's a little thing mm-hmm. uh, which leads to another little thing of, uh, and, and so the only difference is the direction you're going in right so like let's see the little things that are good right let's 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 stop and change the direction of the energy flow like let's let's recognize that you you could celebrate something or recognize that something today you did and you followed through on it right? and you yeah. build of those things and you can't help but like before you know it, you've changed in culture of the entire organization, for instance. It's yeah. just focusing on the little things that you want rather than letting the little things you don't take over.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So maybe we change the energy of this conversation here a little bit. We'll take a different direction. Okay. <laughs> it's, some, it's somewhat related, but I, I'm wondering what the future is because I think, so to Coach Nick's point, if we take it at face value that we are spiritual beings in this in this physical existence, this physical experience, I think it's just a level of awareness. So Stephanie, you mentioned earlier, like spiritual people. Now, you know, maybe that's just people who have figured it out and are in tune with that, that, you know, it's it's everything. It's mind, body, spirit. It's, it's a full triumvirate of those three things of the balance. We live so much in this tangible physical world that I think more and more people are becoming more aware of some of these other dimensions that we can live in or exist in. And I think, I don't know, this is, might be my opinion, but I think that's the future of business and, you know, maybe corporate America is the, is the leg behind everything else that will be driven by this. But eventually I think we'll get there too, to where it's, it's more in tune with all, all of that balance. Do you find that to be true? And and, and if you do, you know, it sounds like you are set up with the balance of the businesses that you have going on to really take advantage of this or be a, a first believer, if you will.
1: Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Cause like I said, I, I, I gave the example at the beginning, I left corporate America and now I can really spread my wings. Um, But there's people who feel really comfortable inside corporate America and those people have really important roles, no matter if you're the person, um, you know, checking people out at the cafe in the mornings for their coffee or, you know, you're the CFO. But um, I do think change has to start with thinking in a new way. Uh, with the individual, but I do think it could be incredibly powerful as corporations start to catch on to better work-life balance and allowing people to flow in a little bit more easeful way or um, really change corporate culture so that people can truly bring their own unique gifts to the surface. Um, And I think that starts with the individual people inside corporate America. Um, I know a lot of people were like, I want to get out of my nine to five, because it's so confining. And the only way I can do that is to leave. And I feel like that's not true. There's so many ways you can open yourself and change your perspective and become more dimensional, even within those confines that you think are there. So, um, but yeah, I do feel like the entire world shifted this year. I don't think we're ever going to be the same. It's going to be interesting to see how things evolve, but I believe that we all have a bright light and we need to start turning those on. And so um, that's what Reiki does. And that's, you know, what my workshops do is just help people turn on their own lights. Um, it's not about me telling them what to do or how, what they're good at. It's like helping them figure it out because everyone has such gifts, you know, they, they need to be sharing. So.
2: What what might you offer to someone who? might be thinking that's fine, like if you've got a bright light to shine, then yeah, go do that. But that's not me. I just I don't really get passionate about that. I don't really get like switched on about that. Like I'm just a type of person that just needs to go along doing the same old stuff.
1: That's great. I mean, there are people who that is their gift is creating structure or creating consistency or creating routine and that's to be celebrated as well. So I think it's like, it's not that you have some magic power that's this bright light. If if you are a amazing accountant and you are consistent and make those numbers add up and get to that bottom line and you love being in the spreadsheets and that's what makes you happy, that's amazing. We need that gift, you know? So just allowing people to kind of recognize that that gift can look any number of ways. Um, We all have such different personalities that we bring to the table. I'm more of like an extrovert, but there could be people who are, you know, that quiet, quiet listening ear that is equally as important. So, um, yeah, I know a lot of people don't connect with spirituality and Reiki. That's like not their thing. And that's why I try to translate it. If I'm talking to certain people in more of like a mindset, like here's how your mindset could shift and kind of make it more.
2: Yeah. That way, i Thank you very much, Stephanie. Sorry to interrupt you there. I'm asking because, like, it's stuff that I hear as well, right? And I'm yeah. kind of like playing devil's advocate a little bit, and because yeah. to add more and more depth to it, because I think it's so important. You now, one of my baseline beliefs is that you know everyone does to use your language. Everyone does have a big shine shining yeah. light. Everyone does. And I think you were saying is the application of it is different for everyone. Well, sure, right? And it's mm-hmm. just what what are you like? Whatever you your chosen application, your chosen vehicle for For expression of that, isn't it in the world like that's up? That's your like individual artistry, but just to know that like there's so much more available probably than you're already doing, like wherever you wherever you're sitting from, you know. Like one of the things I think about when I was in the corporate world working for twenty years for big big banks, is that my in my coaching work and I was as I was get going with that, I could reflect back and go ah just what I know now, I'm gonna be I would have been infinitely more successful staying in the corporate world. The irony is I could have been happier now that I've left knowing the things I know to, to all about mindset and then applying that back, I could have got so much further. I could have been much happier doing it and had a lot more time. Yeah. And so it's just like that switch of whatever, wherever it is that you need that it's, it's, there's more available than you, you might think.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you have to trust that you went on this path and that was the only way to open your eyes to that learning too. And just accepting that giving yourself grace too. I think, Oh gosh, how many of us love to look in the past, but it's really useless. I mean, the present moment is everything. The future, cool, but I honestly, really, if you're not staying in the present and recognizing everything around you, this is really the most powerful place to be is in the present.
2: We only have now, now, now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah,
2: exactly. We only have right now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I love it. So uh, let's start to grab some takeaways here. I got got one. and this is something that stephanie mentioned earlier in the conversation with you know we talk about making a difference and influencing people and i think you made the comment like you know i'm not trying to help the world but i think i think that's an important delineation right with with our own unique gifts and abilities and shining lights who can we influence within our circles and it's not going to be the seven plus billion people but if we all take on that responsibility of our own circle and maybe it's one person for somebody right maybe it's five people for somebody else and maybe it's a bigger organization for, you know, uh, somebody who's more experienced in that. I think if we all take on that, that role, as long as it feels natural to us and we're embracing the alignment that we truly bring value to to those types of people, uh, you know, <laughs> we're talking about some some major drastic changes in fulfillment and happiness and alignment and success and that sort of stuff just gets me excited to even think about, like that's the evolution of what we're talking about here. So that's, yeah. that's my takeaway today. I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. I love this example. So I don't know if you guys ever watched friends, but um, I love that show. There was some episode where Monica is throwing a party and of course she loves to like control everything. And so Phoebe wants to help. And she said, okay, fine. You can bring cups and ice. And she's upset. I, <laughs> oh, I only like, have cups and ice. Like I don't get to think of anything else. So she takes cups and ice and she like brings Phoebe to cups and ice and she does like dry ice and an ice sculpture and she does <laughs> cups everywhere and like, ba- like strings, cups along the, you know, ceiling and all these things. And, um, so it's just like really bringing yourself to whatever you're given, even if it's something that feels boring to you or there isn't much opportunity. in. it's like, the more you can apply who you really are to it, the more, you have to trust that you're there for a reason. Maybe it needs your your creativity or it needs your structure or it needs your calmness or hype or whatever you have to bring. So
2: Gosh, I love friends references. Thank you so much. So, <laughs> I'll be in charge of cups and ice. I will be in charge of cups and ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff.
0: Coach, any additional takeaways? What else What else you've taken away from our conversation? Nice. About?
2: Well, expand, right? Because it might be just be, helping one person or five people but that's only the things you can see because that one person might go on to tell two other people and then they might turn up to others and it's like it's the it's the the ripple down effect and i, I know that that's somewhat of a cliche as well but i love cliches because they're built in truth so just know that every time you help someone it's that, like that's the only part that you see but there's so much more and you know by helping one person you're helping the world yeah it, that's the only way you can do it like it's one that, just the way that there's no little there's no big things, any little things' the only things you can do it's like you can't change the world you can only change the person,
1: yeah, and even by somebody calling someone like you guys a coach or someone to help themselves so by helping yourself, you are also i mean that's where it starts like help yourself, fix your own stuff, like figure yourself out that is huge. And then those opportunities to, you know, affect others will, will come to you too. So I think people taking a step, like calling a coach, like you guys is, is so amazing. So,
0: mm-hmm. and we challenge our viewers and our listeners to go find your own cups and ice. What are your cups and ice out there?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> we'll be in charge of cups. and
0: ice. <laughs> so, Stephanie, really appreciate you joining us today. I think this is such a cool conversation Uh, Just give you a chance to tell us more about your business, where we can find you. Are you on social media? What's, you know, some websites maybe we can check you out?
1: Yeah, I have a website, uh, brilliantcityreiki.com. And then uh, I also have an Instagram handle, brilliantcityreiki with underscores underneath each of the words. So um, yeah, I do some posting on there, of just things to think about, and inspirations, and more about my offerings on my website.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for inspiring our conversation today. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, this is fun. Thanks, guys.
0: Absolutely, take care. You.